So, if you want to grab a seat for me, that would be really great. While you're grabbing a seat, Juliana and Sloan, do you all want to come up and help me pass out some stuff? Can you all do that for me? You want to come up here real quick? All right, good. Yeah, no, no. Jenna, sorry, not Eliana, Jenna. My bad, I'm getting... Sloan, come over here. Hey, if you want to take those, you can pass them out. Make sure everybody gets one. You can go and take them and hand them to everybody. You can start on this side. Hey, Sloan, you want to come over Go to to Miss Holly, and then you can go all the way over. Thank you, Jenna and Sloan. Hey, while they're passing out stuff, just a couple of reminders of things going on. Um, we're continuing our series of Sabbath and work. It's not over. We're going to get to f- do some Sabbath stuff today. Uh, but just as a reminder, there are resources along the way to help us kind of answer the question of what Sabbath looks like and how to enter into Sabbath. So don't forget, I think we've got a slide for this or whatever, that we've got um, the giftedness inventory. So some of the things that might come up in this Sabbath and work um, series is like, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to do it? All that kind of stuff. These are questions we've talked about quite a bit as a faith family and actually have developed a way to help kind of help you figure that out and answer that question with others. And so just as a reminder, that's available to you. It's on the app. You can find it uh, on the church website as well. Uh, and it's been linked in several of the emails that I've sent out. And speaking of the emails, the weekly pastoral notes each week, especially during this series, is meant to kind of give us some questions to think about in regards to work and Sabbath. Again, as we're trying to answer the question of what does it look like to live whole and holy, to be ones who get to live after Easter together. And so just as a reminder, those are some of the resources that are available for you. So take advantage of those. I know everybody knows it, but just want, want to say as a way of reminder. Now, quickly, so here's what today is going to look like. So we're about to eat together. But before we eat together, we're going to spend just a couple minutes doing some things that might help us kind of learn some ways to make Sabbath special and different. We've talked a lot about the normal rhythm of work and rest, rest and work, um, all that kind of stuff. But the Sabbath is a day to distinguish, right? You remember what our scriptures say in Exodus. It says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Remember it. It's a day to remember things. It's a day to not just remember it by keeping it on your calendar, but to do remembering. But it's also, in Deuteronomy, it tells us, observe the Sabbath to keep it holy, to keep it set apart. Observe it, keep it, do remember it so that it can be set apart. Now, we might tend to think of Sabbath and Sabbath-keeping in terms of do's and don'ts. Like if most of us, if we grew up in any sort of kind of context with the idea of Sabbath, usually it kind of came down to what do you do or not do. Even if you didn't practice it, when you read the scriptures, right? Like when you get to the Pharisees in the New Testament and the way Jesus interacted with them, the issue always came down to do's and don'ts, right? That tends to be the thing us humans run into when we think of Sabbath. And so for some, this is a day that requires more labor than it saves. For some of us, maybe even growing up, Sabbath like might have caused more tension rather than relief. Like whether it's internal tension of, of not accidentally overstepping on things, or maybe like just trying to figure it out and not being able to figure it out. It seems like a lot of humans, whether it's us in this room or our friends in our faith family, or maybe even our friends in the in our faith community, or even those that don't that aren't in our faith community. Um, they tend to have struggled with this idea of Sabbath. It's been a a thing that humans have struggled with for a long time, even God's people. But I hope that we're discovering through our focused attention in this series is that Sabbath is actually a day created to serve us, for us to be, even as we're becoming, whole and holy. And while you can have your Sabbath all lined out, all the restrictions detailed and ordinance outlined, 
Nothing, contends theologian and author, author Martha Don, can capture the mystery of Sabbath. Nothing can capture the mystery of Sabbath, the peace of God's presence in this day, except the intentional choice of welcoming and honoring it. There's nothing else about Sabbath. There's not all the things you can do or don't do, all the things that we kind of get lost in the planning for Sabbath. The only way to capture the mystery of it, to help us enter into the mystery of it, to enter into the peace of God's presence, is to simply welcome it and to honor it. And one way we intentionally choose and honor Sabbath keeping is through simple rituals. There's little things that we do to distinguish the day. Historically, God's people have remembered and observed. They've welcomed and made distinct this day in two unpretentious practices called the Kaddush, or sanctifying and setting apart, and the Havdalah, or the farewell prayers. Now, those are Jewish terms. Those are Hebrew terms. Like, we're, we don't get lost in the terminology. But just as a way for us, we're going to get to practice these kind of simple things together in a very, um, very Western Jeremy constructed way. So, so not overly Jewish, a little bit of Jewish history, like a little bit of Jewish connection, but I'm not Jewish. We're not Jewish. It's a way for us to take and learn from our past, to honor the past and the traditions that are started, but also make them something that we can enter into as we're learning to Sabbath together. And so we're planning to incorporate these modest practices, and it really is modest practice. These are candles that I got in a, in a set of Advent candles that I didn't use. These are a little, like, like $4 little like candle holders because nobody sells candle holders, so I had to find them online. Like, I don't know where you get candle holders anymore, but apparently nobody uses them. And so, like, you can, you can buy little cheap ones online. They don't have to even look nice or whatever. You can just put them up in your house. So nothing that we're going to do today requires anything of a lot of effort. In fact, you could even get little electric candles at, at the dollar store and just turn them on and off. Like you can do that if you want to, if you don't want to burn stuff and all and, and, and everything like that. So you can you can make this super simple. And I hopefully in the simplicity of it, it's something that you can repeat. But we're going to try to make this modest practice something that we do in our Sabbath, communal Sabbath keeping over the summer. But hopefully, again, it's something that you can do as well. And all you need are a couple little things and a few words. That's it. So, when it comes to welcoming the Sabbath, we need to remember a couple things. Remember we have said that scripturally, Sabbath is only described as a set-apart day. No matter what we think about a Sabbath in regards to mindset and heart and all those things that are good and helpful, in Scripture, Sabbath is always a 24-hour distinction from the other 144 hours of the week. It's always a set time that's different from the days before and the days that follow. This different day has usually been observed or kept, set apart from the evening to evening or dinner to dinner as a sacred feast. You remember what we talked about in Leviticus? The Lord spoke to Moses saying, These are the appointed feasts, the sacred feasts of the Lord. Six days shall all your work be done, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of solemn rest, a holy convocation, a sacred assembly. So like the idea is that Sabbath begins as a feast, and it begins on that day as a feast. And so at dinner... Someone like Eliana comes to the front, maybe around the table, and they light a candle of remembrance. Can you light this candle right here for me? Right here. Can you just grab it? You squeeze it real hard. Oh, perfect. Look at that. It's like you've done this a few times. You guys, your mom and dad let you play with fire. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much. So somebody in the family, like Eliana, lights a candle of remembrance, and invites the family to pray together a version of the prayer that we're now going to pray. So will you stand with me? We're going to do some standing and sitting 
going to be like old school church. Yeah, that's right. So pray with me these words. Blessed are you. You can grab a seat. That's it. So on, say, Saturday evening, before you eat dinner, whether it's just you and your family, you and the community, whatever you're doing, somebody lights a candle, you pray together the Kaddish, this prayer to set apart to make what follows this distinguishing, this distinguished day. A simple prayer to remember that this day, as Jesus said, was made for us, created as a means for our living free in rhythm with God's good design and destiny, because God has worked. God has always been for us, as the stories that we just, we just prayed um, testify to. And God is forever with us in Jesus. And so we, like, so we, like the day, are whole and holy in Him. We, with a simple spark, we enter the Sabbath, illuminated by the origin and purpose of the day, which we now welcome as a gift of grace by ceasing our striving after life, delighting in God's finished work and people and places He has given us, and being unbound from those attitudes, actions, and actions and words that entangle us throughout the week. All the things we've been talking about. So we light the candle, we pray the prayer, we eat dinner, and then we just enjoy the Sabbath as a way, and all their plans and everything that we, we set in motion, right? We get to enjoy it and go through the day in Sabbath. Now, the way into Sabbath is also the way out of Sabbath. The, the door that gets us in also is the door that gets us out. We leave the Sabbath through the same door or gate that we entered. The recreative grace of Jesus is what brings us into Sabbath, the finished work, resting in the finished work of God for us. And that's the same work that allows us to, to enter out, leave Sabbath. For as Jesus said, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, they will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. It is through the finished work of Jesus that we entered the rest of God, the Sabbath. It's through the continued work of Jesus in this world, the good shepherd whose voice leads us and guides us and comforts us, that we leave the Sabbath with hearts and souls at rest to join him in his labor, to go out into the pasture of life. So leaving the Sabbath is called the Havdalah. In the Havdalah, or the farewell prayers, a second candle of distinction is lit. Hallie, do you want to come light the candle for us? <laughs> Squeeze it real hard, and I can pull the candle down here. Make it a little easier. Just squeeze real hard. Maybe you have to have two hands. Okay, you can try. You can do it with me. One, two, three. Let's see if we can do it. I don't want to pinch your fingers. You get it? It's a kind of a hard one to squeeze. How about you hold the candle for me, and I'll squeeze. Perfect. Great job. Thank you, Ellie. So, a second candle distinction marks the day experienced as holy and, and the day soon to be lived in holy service. So we go from light to light. And so while the candle is being lit, then we stand one more time. Or then, then, this is a little bit different. Rather than all of us praying together first, we read the prayer that Jesus prayed for us. And so John 17, this is what Jesus prays. Jesus lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I have glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. I do not ask that you take the people whom you gave me out of the world. I don't ask that you take them out so they can just live in Sabbath forever, but that you keep them from the evil one. 
They are no more defined by the world as I am defined by the world. Set them apart. Make them holy, distinct in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. And for their sake, I set myself apart for holy service to you, that they also may be set apart of holy service and truth. And then together the family prays something like this. Will you stand with me one more time? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bree. <laughs> and so, when finished, in the Jewish tradition, they sing, they sing a, a song of praise. In the Christian tradition, they sing the doxology. So that's what we're going to sing now, and Chaz is going to start us out because you don't want me to. That's right. And so just as the beginning of Sabbath, after the prayer and the lighting of candle, there's a feast. So at the end of Sabbath, there's a lighting of candle, there's a prayer. And then there's a time to enjoy and receive the thing that allows us to, to live the forever finished work and the ever finishing work of Jesus for us. So this is a time when we get to, to take our communion elements, you can open them up, where we get to receive the work of God done for us, His body broken for our sin, receive God with us, His life now in our life. So as we take these elements, receiving the peace gifted to us, again by the broken body of Jesus, His life poured out and taken back up to share with us this every day. Let me pray for us and then we receive all that we need for life today and life for the week ahead. We pray with me? Father, teach us to share at this table, to serve the least, to wait for the last, to receive, to be received as both. Jesus, teach us to serve at this table, to wait with longing for fullness, and to share what is given, with the, given to us with the hungry. Holy Spirit, teach us to love at this table, to receive the love of life given for us, and to love as we are loved. Father, Son, and Spirit, teach us to work from this table, to join you in making peace through our lives poured out for others. Father, Son, and Spirit, grow us through our time at this table. Make us whole and holy in our work and our love, to share and to serve and to delight in life with you now and forever. Through the life of Jesus we live, and in his love we pray. Amen.